0: You are listening to Noise Extra. It is Mike and it is Tara. Hello. And we are here today with Jim Harris. Hello, Jim. Hello. And to give you a little preface here, this is a different, going to be a different kind of episode because we are missing our fearless leader, Gray, today. So this is going to be a little bit more in line with... Tara and mine's Patreon series. A little more raw, I'm going to imagine.
1: Yeah, but we can't really talk over each other because we only have two microphones. So Mike and I will be sharing a microphone.
0: Exactly. So we got two mics. Tara and I are sharing. Jim's over there. But in a way, maybe this is appropriate as today we are discussing Dave Gilden. So maybe being a little raw, a little mysterious, a little... (laughs) off is the way to discuss gildan i feel like it's the only way absolutely so jim is putting out a box set and it's something you've been working on for a while so we thought it was super appropriate to discuss gildan with you and you know throughout the conversation obviously we're gonna probably talk about your history in general you know i was trying to remember and i want to say it's 2008 that we met would that be about right
2: Yeah, it sounds about right. So we're
0: coming up on 15 years. Wow. Which is wild. And, you know, even before this, we were discussing, you know, back pulls and (laughs) all this stuff. So I've known you from a wee lad to now
2: an old back pulling man. Yeah, what? I might have been 21, 22 at that point, something. Something like that. Mm-hmm. Two,
1: just two young guys wearing size small and medium shirts.
0: Hey. Th- <laughs> oh, th- yeah. Th- <laughs> those days are over. <laughs> those, those days are long gone. But, Jim, how did you start this process of putting together a box set? Give us the history about your working on this and also when you discovered the work of Dave Gilden.
2: Um, I discovered it. Uh, most definitely from Texas Chainsaw Dope Fiend, right? Uh, on Mother Savage, I think that's the one. Pretty much everyone, if they know one thing from him, that's the one they know. Especially with the reissue, but uh, there was like the Mutter Wild uh, right. reissue. That that one's kind of seen different versions th- throughout time. Um, way more than everything else, because almost everything else hasn't. Um, so he was just good. And I remember how amazing that was. And uh, you just, you know, once you find something good, you kind of try to track the other stuff down. And he, his stuff seems to be that much harder. And it might be a Texas thing because Texas is its own world. And we all know how like insane deadline was in the nineties of how, you know, just whatever. And Dave being in black leather Jesus for probably some of like the, the best years, um, when, you know, when it was going really strong, um, and, you know, you just go on this thing and you you try to find things and you can track things down and, you know, you start with, Oh, you know, here's what's on discogs. Um, and you can, go from there, but like there's probably everything that's on discogs is like, doesn't even scratch the surface of everything he recorded. Um, just with like private tapes, um, just dubs for friends, you know, that's that aren't real releases, you know, that just some of the, the old guys, not old, old, but you know what I mean? Um, how,
0: how quickly did you realize that it was going to be an uphill battle to, find his stuff
2: and realizing how mysterious he really was probably when you can find everything else and for some reason he's the one that why can't i find this because you can find like even the the harder to find stuff you can find you can find slaughter you can find like any anything throughout the catalog you can find you can find self-abuse you can find Mother Savage stuff. You you have to dig, but you can find it. Someone has it and someone was willing to give it up. No one has this. And if they do, they're probably a friend. And seeing since he passed away, it's like a memento of, you know, hey, this was my friend. I'm never giving it up. No amount of money can, you know, ever let me give this up. So that's, I think that's part of it is a lot of the private stuff and it just being circulated in texas with friends
0: but i know what you mean too the deadline stuff is also some of the most coveted and still mysterious as far as the original deadline how many were made you know how many got out how many made it to a distro and then when you compound that with gildan being even more right
2: I, I
1: love the concept of a noise economy in Texas. Uh, you, I it's mean, just like existing under every underground.
2: But isn't that Texas? Like that, yeah, that's just yeah. Texas. Well, yeah. Th- so, deadline being a label uh, makes it a little bit more accessible, right? Right. Um, because there was something to it. Uh, you know, they had like they. There's catalog numbers. There's right. It wasn't a guy making tapes. You know, for friends. Which is so much more scarce. I mean, yes, there there's definitely stuff on uh, labels, and he did have the label uh, get a job, um, and which is mostly just his own stuff. But there's like a, there's a really great compilation on there called Fratricide, right? Um, which is uh, it's it's a C ninety, and it just for ninety minutes you're just getting pummeled with some of the best shit, uh, you know, the nineties had to offer at that point.
0: Um, when, so when, so when you heard Texas Chainsaw Dope Fiend, and I agree, that's certainly the most heard one, at at least up until some of these more reissues have started coming out and unearthed things that started coming out. Do you recall the feeling or, and, and is it the same feeling you get when you hear it now? I mean, what about it hit you right
2: away? There's just it, there's some about it that so it's cut up noise, but it's not like sickness or, you know, stim box kind of cut or um, facial mess kind of cut up stuff. And no. Yeah. And exactly. It's just very well edited and put together and you can just hear all the layers because a lot also a lot of the texas stuff you know tends to be that wall noise where it's just like a, it's hitting you with a wall of sound and there, there's there's layers in there but they're just constantly barrage. this it it's got that lay uh, like a layer will come in then one will join it one will come out one will join, and it's just all there and it's it's just hitting you nonstop. And then it being, you know, like 60 minutes, uh, you know, there's no tracks. It's just, a, you know, two sides. Um, and it's th- it's like how the editing process on that must have been so outrageous because even some of those other cut up are, you know, they're, they're kind of well known for having like really precise five minute kind of, you know, two minute tracks yeah. where it's like they're amazing, but it's it's manageable I would say, right, like, right, right. This is uh, it's uh, I, I, it's unmanageable. Yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, that and like you know, without the use of like computers and stuff like that, all you know, it's like just tape editing at that point. So I I could I, I did that, but not to nowhere near like this, you know.
0: Yeah it 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 doesn't have that precision right in, in a way that it it feels very much very organic and 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 some of his stuff would be more feeling of a long p- live piece that does get into these slabs of noise and and that's the thing with gildan going back through this whole week we've just been listening to so much and it, it is when you when you're focused listening to his work he has a lot of different areas he goes in. We were listening to the narcotics set. That is, I believe, I'm slightly confused still. Again, the thing with Dave Gilden is confusion is going to reign. There's, it's hard to really pinpoint a lot of things. But it's, as far as I know, that releases stuff that was sent to the label, but maybe not released or
2: other versions. So when I talk to him, um, it's a new noise, right? Is that that's like yeah, yes. Um, I asked him like what it was b- before he put it out. And uh, he said it was literally just sitting on his shelf uh, for 20 years or so. Right. And finally, he's just like, I, I guess I should just release this. <laughs> and right. Did
0: and, it. and and a lot of that stuff, a lot of that stuff is there's, there's some, there's some fast stuff to it. There's some vocals in that. Yep. And so that, and then when you put that up against something like noise attacks, the suburbs, it's, it's a different, Approaches and then you put something like temporary sedation, which Tronix did a year or two ago, maybe Mm -hmm. that's something another different area. So, I when Texas Chainsaw Dope Fiend, I feel like that becomes the standard for what people think of Gildan, but he
2: really does a lot of different things with his noise. I think that that one in particular does stand out is because it's almost like. The other tapes, especially like some of the private tapes, were like, "Okay, this I'm doing this." With Texas, it was everything. Right. It was all. It was like the best of the best, edited together to, you know, form this. I in in my it's it's a legendary, iconic tape. Yeah, and I and I think maybe it's even the
0: case of knowing he was doing this for another label that it's going to get out there. You know, there's always that thought, and we and we do like to talk to people about who who do a lot of their own stuff or private stuff. And then when they're doing something for another label, is there that thought of, okay, this is, I'm doing this for someone else and this might actually get out a little bit. Like when we asked someone about doing a pure CD, you know, they knew that, okay, there's going to be a thousand of these. So did they, did they have a different approach to it? You know?
1: Yeah. What do you want the representation to be? But I can't imagine just coming across Texas Chainsaw and Dope Fiend and not getting excited. Right. Like, I just... Well, the name
2: is great. The the name, name the cover. Right.
1: but, But the way that the covers are designed with one central image and then the words, you know, very surreptitiously in the corner like i i think that's brilliant like i right. love noise attacks the suburbs the cover I, it just, just that gets face. Me so yeah excited. yeah just
0: that just that just that face that woman's face yeah. and even that title i love that title yeah,
1: there's, a, there's a classiness i think to his <laughs> covers
0: it's so great so so when after texas chainsaw dopey what was some of the other stuff that you did find or was it was and was it a while until you were able to get anything else um
2: I, I two things that I did get uh pretty pretty soon after I wouldn't say soon after but like the first two things after that were um uh, I got the one on slaughter. The, the, the De- depre- it's David Gilden. Depressed regress, and
0: again, confusion is going to rain because there's multiple things with that title. And the self abuse I'm not mistaken is called
2: that. It is yeah, the the project is depressed regress. Right, right. Uh, and that was the, that was the other one I get. So I got those two, and it's probably because it's slaughter and self abuse. Right, they're around. Right, so it's it's maybe a, was more. A, available to get. Right. I mean, it was, you know, hard and it is still hard yeah. to get that stuff. But you know what? I, I bet the self-abuse one, there's probably a hundred. Maybe yeah. you'd have to yeah, ask Pat. Sure. Yeah. 50 or hundred. I don't 100, know if probably. he did 50 or a hundred, but either way, uh, you know, it was more than 10. Uh, and then the slaughter, probably 50 to a hundred. Right. Oh, we always say with slaughter, you know, you never really know because it was
0: mo- mostly open-ended or there wasn't right. a number. Right. And there's always different versions
1: I, I do like the idea that, you know, the the labels where you were ordering blindly from a catalog are attainable because people were just ordering right. based on the title. Yes.
0: Yeah, so, or And Slaughter and Salva yeah. Beach. You like you trust that.
2: The, well, the other thing with those two in particular is they aren't a normal uh, J case. Uh, so right. the Slaughter one is like a five by five um, cardboard piece, like that thick, thick cardboard. And then it has like a, a cross wrapped in gauze. Uh, and then the the depressed regress on self-abuse is like it's it's like the worst package. I've seen pictures of it. It's terrible. So it's like I mean, it's great, but it's a piece of cardboard like just, you know, uh, currugated cardboard with the art glued onto it like perfect purple, too. And then the like half of a J case, like the little part that like holds the tape, right. kind of that, that back part is like glued to the cardboard and it's just, it's so crude and like ridiculous looking. And, and, and different for self abuse. Right. Even. It's, it's unmanageable too. Like my, <laughs> my copy is just like, it's all there, but it's not intact. You know, it's like right. you have to, cause it's, uh, what, it's, um, hot glue. So it's right. like, it's, you know, it's got that like, you know
1: hot glue hates slick plastic yeah you can't you can't make
2: it right so it's it's just ridiculous but great and they're both excellent tapes
0: they're really great some of the best and so are are those going to be some things that are going to be included in the box set
2: both of those are in the in the, the set yeah
0: so this box set is something you've been working on for a while how many Well, actually, let's just let's just get into it. How I know it's going to be a CD box set. But if I'm not mistaken, you also told me there's going to be a tape version. Give us a little info about
2: how this is going to be released. So the tape version is going to be strictly limited to 50 um, for two reasons. Uh, One, it kind of keeps in the spirit of, you know, just that that older kind of, you know, home dubbed kind, you know, Yeah, that that tape feel. Um, And the other is it's impossible to find C90s now because they don't make them. Oh, yeah. So I've had for over the years, I've just been scouring eBay and getting old like Maxell and TDK C90s and stuff like that. And, you know, finally, you've gotten enough. You know, it's like I think it took what like 700, 800 tapes, you know, like getting them one way. It's not like I'm buying a box of 100 of these. You know, you got to buy them like here's six of them. You're eight. Right. You know? And oh. so it's like, and, and I enjoy that. Sure. Like sure, that, sure. It, it's not a, uh, it's a, that's a labor of love for me. Cause it's like, it means something.
1: Well, let's oh. just throw it out there. If anybody, if you're sitting on a bunch of C90s, Will you send them to Jim, please? I, I think
2: I I think I got enough, but yeah, send okay, them to me anyway. Send, send, them them send them to me. Anyway. no. Yeah. We'll take
1: them. Actually, I'm saying send them to
2: us because we need them okay. for a thing coming up. Okay. So uh you know what? Jim's all
1: set. Don't yeah, send them to Jim. <laughs> <gym. laughs> well the email
2: the, us. the other thing is is that they're all like the Chrome C nineties. Right. So right. like I wasn't gonna do it. I can't do them a disservice by just doing it on, you know, normal bias.
0: Right. And so and how many tapes then will the
2: edition of fifty be? I, I th- think i narrowed it down to 16 but it actually might be 14 because i think two two is it's like a set it might get omitted and i'll leave it at that you like you can figure out what it is if you want right 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 um
0: and so so there's so basically between 14 and 16 tapes yep addition of 50 and how are you looking
2: at packaging that So it's gonna come in a big ammo box, like a metal ammo box. I did get those, uh, and they're all used ammo boxes. So like they have like you know caution grenades on, you know like they're uh, they they weren't even like the what M M fifty you know caliber bullets. Like some of them were like bomb, you know they held bombs and stuff like that. So and uh, it was this
0: just scouring army surplus stores pretty uses, much yeah
2: yeah things like that um because you can you can buy that shit like you can go to like dick's sporting goods and get them but they're i think they're like plastic and they're just so shitty yeah you want the real thing, right yeah they gotta be like used. you want the real um thing. so some of them are like dented but it, you know like so, these are not mint condition, which is way better. Oh, this yeah. stuff should not be mint condition. Well, yeah,
0: exactly. Just like this episode is not mint condition. This right. is like this is perfect. This is perfect. So, when you started this idea that you wanted to do this box set, how did you then start getting the material? Because, like we said, this stuff is so hard to find. Did you hit up Richard? Did you hit up, you know, and again, I I know we jumped in. We're sort of assuming that everyone knows. I guess we should give a little bit of a quick summation background that Dave Gilden was, you know, we, we sort of jumped in, assuming everyone knows, but obviously from Texas, worked closely with Richard Ramirez, as Jim said, was in Black Other Jesus, had other projects here and there, but known primarily for working with Richard and Deadline mm-hmm. in Texas in the 90s and yes he did pass away in 2008. So was it 8
2: or 6? Was it 8? It was April 6,
0: 2000. Okay. And 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 to be honest again that's you know it's there's so much mystery surrounding Dave, just in general, even from people who did know him closely, Uh,
2: Richard did not know that he had passed away until like two years after it happened. Right. So so there's
0: so much mystery around Gildan, and and that's certainly part of the intrigue and interest in all the stuff that has recently been coming out, getting reissued or getting issued for the first time. So how did you start going about collecting this the material for the box set?
2: Uh, so a lot of it's just fi- you know finding various stuff uh you know on my own uh and then Joe Lombardo uh he's a Chicago guy he was in contact with him uh back in the 90s and he had sent me some uh a, a good portion of things um that were just dubs from Gildan that weren't like necessarily releases you know so just th- private Private stuff, outtakes, um, like one of the things is, um, I can't, I don't know how to say it, but it's Miyaka droid. D- yeah, i um, slaughter, right? Yes, so there's like, you know, like an outtake from that, um, that 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 will be on the box. Uh, and it's it's just kind of a collection, since none of this stuff exists anywhere, it's like, you can kind of just gather it. And, you know, put it. So the other thing is like Texas Chainsaw is not on the box.
0: Right. Because that one's around that you want. You want to go for some of the stuff that people haven't gotten. Like, like is like temporary sedation. I assume that's not going to be on it.
2: Okay. Right. It's basically anything that hasn't been reissued to this point. Right. Um, But yeah. So like I I did get that. I was supposed to get some masters from someone that. Got in touch with me about three years ago now, and then just when I was about to get them, I lost contact. He just, just, just MIA, yeah, just MIA, gone. I haven't heard from him since. I, I every like six months or so, I'd shoot him another email like, "Hey, you know, I, I I like those masters and stuff like that. If you're still wanting to do it, and just nothing, no answer. So that's unfortunate. Um, and that's I mean, that's pretty. Good. Joe was Lombardo was a good chunk of like what i got uh which is great because then it had some like handwritten notes so you kind of get a little bit uh inside of him not although not much just kind of like hey you know check it out like do you have any merzbo like i got you know you know he was just like asking for do you like 666 volt battery noise you oh, know like wow. it, it's just like real like a little conversation with joe um so it's it's neat. And I, I've been back and forth on whether and I, I should actually email Joe and see if we should uh, include those. I was notes. just going to ask you if that like was it, all, all it would take is a scan. Um, I don't know if, you know, they're personal to Joe. I don't know. You know, right, so I, right. gotta, I, gotta, I, I did scan them, though, just when he gave them to me. Just yeah. just in case. So
0: and. And in and, and going through a lot of this stuff, have you, like you said, there's some outtakes. Have you found that where there's things that, oh, this seems like this was from this era? Is it clear when some of the things are from or is it is it mm. a mixed bag of
2: of the of when the recordings were were done? So it it's definitely a mixed bag because uh, they range back from, you know, like 94, 95 to up until about 2000, I think was, and it, like one of them's called like the last noise tape. And oh, really? when, whether or not it is his actual last recording, I don't know. And no one will ever know, but it could be because he did kind of cease to exist around that time. Like he just fell off, uh, you know, making noise in general. I think he, he might've like continued doing some like duo stuff with like guitar noise, but it wasn't like the harsh noise stuff that, you know, that, that collagey Dave Gilden, you know, that we, no right uh yeah like when you if when you listen to the whole thing uh you'll be able to pick out like oh this is different than this um for like you know obvious reasons uh some things are better edited some things are pretty rough um which is cool um you know and it's it there's so much material that it's really hard i know nothing is uh um doubled but there might be some of that like the the rougher stuff that is probably included in maybe Texas Chainsaw right 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 you know like it's, maybe it, it's you, a part of it right it's a part of it but it's you know it's it's an edit of you know something right so, which is
0: cool because you then get
2: the big picture right it's like almost getting a demo you know like of a yeah. band. Um, it's the the non complete version of it or something like that. So you got a
0: lot of stuff from Joe Lombardo. Now, did were, did Richard have any? I actually
2: it, didn't get anything from Richard. Um, Richard ha, he definitely has some stuff and has been reissuing some yeah, stuff he's as been, well. Yeah, right. And so since he if he's reissuing it, I'm I'm tending to let him do his thing because yeah. I think the stuff that he's reissuing was is like deadline stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'll leave that up to him. You know, yeah. um, and you know with if anyone knows me, I'm not really like a Bandcamp guy, but it being on Bandcamp, camp. Yeah. Uh, it's a good thing. Plus it's, you know, Richard doing it. So it's support him and uh, you, you get oh, to listen for to sure. it. Absolutely. And it
1: makes it attainable and listenable. It's yeah,
2: absolutely yeah, yeah, attainable yeah. and it's, it's great material. So listen up.
0: And are you doing, is any slave labor stuff going to be on the box?
2: So, all right, well that that's a, slave labor one and two. Uh, I'm, Debating on whether or not to do it on the cassette box set, and it one hundred percent. So I don't think we mention it. There is going to be a CD version of it. That's oh right, probably, yes,
0: yes, exactly. It'll probably
2: be like two, three hundred copies, so that you know it actually is accessible. Um, and the tape boxes kind of basically pay for it. Right, right, right. Um, but it's going to be abridged. The because you know C nineties don't fit on a CD. Exactly. Um, so it's going to I I there's probably going to be some edits of you know. I don't want to call it filler, but there's some things it's like, all right, this doesn't necessarily need to be on the CD. Uh, so I can, you know, there's like, might be 10 minutes or so taken out of something, um, where it's going to, it's going to be seamless. Um, Right. Right. But you're going to have to make some decisions. Right. Exactly. Um, but yeah, so that's, that's one of the things, whether or not I'm debating to put it on the actual cassette, like at all. um, because That I actually have a copy of, and I'm almost thinking like something like that. You need the booklet because I, for those unaware, it's it actually has like a uh, probably 16 page booklet or so, um, like an A5 booklet, and it's awesome. And it's you know, Romer art, uh, say so there was Romer,
0: Ramirez, and Gildon
2: right? That one was, I think, right,
0: yeah, they're not all, some of them are just Ramirez
2: and Gildon r- yeah. correct? Um, and there are a couple of those ones that are going to be part of the, the gotcha so and then also there is some lingula stuff
0: okay right so so not not only did dave gillen work under his own name but had projects like we said with ramirez and yeah that's one of them and then
2: saugasm was one of the other projects saugasm is apparently a duo or possibly a trio but no one knows who the other people are i mean they're not coming forward in you know Whatever. So as far as I'm concerned, it's David Gilden and someone uh, if if anyone is in sawgasm and is listening to this, get in touch, you know, I'll I'll, <laughs> I'll get you a copy for. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. But that's going to be included. It will be included. Yeah. Because I think personally, that is my favorite one. It is his best material.
0: We were uh, just listening to it right before we recorded. It is it is a fantastic one. I had I had not heard that. But it's notable. Yes, absolutely. It, it was a really great got us really in the zone to talk right now so you are going to include the the other projects and some of the yeah
2: i don't want to include two like and, and another thing is like some of the lingula stuff is uh seeing the light of day with uh but you know i'll let richard handle that yeah exactly um, but this is kind of stuff that's i richard might have but it's and it's not much it's not going to be a you know A duo box it's mostly gildan almost but i feel like that's part of him so some of that stuff needs to be included and it's it's excellent material so why not yeah
0: absolutely so you jim
2: when did fusty cunt start what year about do you remember technically i came up with the name and probably released something on it when i was 13 so about really yeah about 2000 oh really
1: 13 so so
0: you came from more of a if i'm not mistaken grind is was that your path into this
2: pretty much gore grind and like grind core and stuff like that but you know and like Anal Cunt is my favorite band of all time. I
0: mean, no one, you know, that's, I'm definitely, definitely not gonna, not gonna knock you for that. That is
2: certainly a, a, a honorable, all time favorite band. And it's, I mean, it's pretty apparent, like the fusty cunt, anal cunt, like, you know, being a 13 year old kid plus the word cunt, you're like, woohoo.
0: Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, I mean, th- that's it, a naughty one. You know, and it it's still it's it's still one of the roughest label names, you know? Like, <laughs> I,
1: like, it, it's, yeah, it certainly makes people cringe. It's yeah. <laughs> so
2: bad that like all over so many years, it's like, I need to change this label name because it's so stupid. Because it is stupid and I hate it. I actually yeah. hate it. But well, Why have you never changed it? I mean, now how can I change it now? I mean, you, know? you can always
0: start over. Yeah. I, <laughs> I don't know. It, it just become that thing. No, I know what you mean. Like it, like names sometimes end up becoming you you almost forget the name you're saying. It's just oh, it's Fussy Hunt. Like right. it's just
2: I gotta live with it. I I made this bed. I'm sleeping. <laughs> so in what
0: it. was the very first thing?
2: Uh, it was just my own stuff. Uh, and
0: was it noise or was it gr- it was definitely was it grindcore. Noise. No, over, it was yeah. definitely
2: no- so. But at that point, like I was just doing noise stuff. I don't think because I never really had like bands to record enough grindcore, uh, and I couldn't back then. I couldn't play drums at all. So I you know I if I was gonna be in a band i had to be in a band and this is in the suburbs of chicago yeah it's pretty far suburbs like an hour away yeah Um, and that's where you grew up that's where i grew up yeah and so were
0: you going to shows were you when at this young how how did you discover Uh, this stuff when you were that young in the in the boonies of
2: suburban out there illinois i probably discovered it through like myspace Oh, so like that's your era? Probably, yeah. I mean, I would get you know, I I found like Cannibal Corpse uh, and like some death metal kind of stuff because um, that's you know accessible. You could find it, you and could, then you yeah. can you kind of can go. I think I I went to like Amoeba, the one in San Francisco, on a trip, on a trip when I was pretty young, uh, you know that about that young, sure, sure, you know, just family trip, and. I do remember I got uh, Everyone Should Be Killed. Oh, yes. And I got, I think I got it like a brutal truth. And I got the lymphatic phlegm torso fucks. Oh, my God. Did yes. your
1: parents find this or know about your label?
2: I don't think they knew about the name, but they all, I don't think they would have cared. Nice, um, nice, nice. Because, you know, like, I don't know, my parents swear like crazy. And nice. My brother has like major ADHD. And you know, we, I was like a good kid and he would just be a, he was an absolute terror and, you know, he would get in trouble for swearing. And then finally my mom just gave up yeah. and it was like, at that point, like, well, he can swear. Why can't I? And then it was just like, it's free weird for, all.
0: for me to think that you have parents and siblings. <laughs> I, I, I actually can't conflate that in oh, yeah. my mind. You were just this entity that uh I met in DeKalb, Illinois in 2008. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but so, 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 what, so when did you at, when did you start going to shows and what were some of the shows you were going to when
2: you were young? So, there were local shows, um, just where we were, uh, a lot of you know, like pop punk bands. Uh, I was, de- I was definitely in a new metal band. Uh, oh, right. Yeah. Like, oh, absolutely. Right. <laughs> uh, like that's my era. Like, sure,
0: sure. Of like the
2: popular stuff. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Like corn. Sure. Stuff sure. Like sure. That. Um, and, I think like the, the reason why noise why it kind of grew because it was like I could do it alone, um, right? And so, but I would be in like noise core, but so it wasn't even grind core; it was noise core because right. it was like purpose. It was just violence, right? Um, and yeah, you know, I would just open up shows for like pop punk bands and stuff like That's that. So because I like, like, at, just, like at like all ages, right? Like, it was just all ages. You yeah. play at like uh, the, like the community pavilions, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's it, it's great. I, I think everyone everyone should do that. I don't know if they do that stuff anymore. I have no idea. I, I, no I have clue. no idea. But, uh, you know, yeah,
0: when you were young and especially in the suburbs or outside of cities, there were shows like that. And I would go just because it was there. I didn't even necessarily. I got into stuff just cause it was a show right. that was in the town next to me. And I was like, Oh, like there's right. a show. Someone's playing Grove. music. Yeah.
1: And it's all ages. So you could actually go. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. And it was, it was like a different than, uh, you know, you, if, if like there was like, be like the, the town carnivals and stuff like that, where you'd have like, to- dude, the Leonard totally. Skinner cover bands. Yeah, so, yeah, like yeah, it's yeah. different than that. It's, you yeah. know, it's got that like do it yourself attitude that, you know, was in punk and metal and all that. And it's, noise and noise core has a place there where it's it's the bastard of it totally but, you know it's there and
0: what was some of the first actual noise stuff that you discovered
2: um merzbo because, yeah obviously because of, yeah. of relapse uh and, and like masana um I, I it's so long ago that I don't yeah, even know. Yeah. I don't even know. Yeah. You know, it, it would be it would probably be stuff that like doesn't exist anymore, or you know, like uh, I would see. Th- I do remember very specifically. I'm sure it doesn't exist anymore. There was a New Jersey duo called Ride a Dove, and I don't know why it's stuck with me forever, but I think that was one of the first people I ever traded with,
0: named after the Harry Pussy album. Yes. Like, oh wow. So the, yeah, yeah. There's definitely stuff like that from from especially when I first started getting this stuff in the late nineties where I know I was in contact with some people that never did anything again. Right. And I don't know who and not, like, yeah, that like completely don't exist. Right. I mean, they're probably just, you know, a guy working a job now.
2: Right. <laughs> right. And
0: then there's stuff. Yeah. Never, it's never just, got out and it just yeah. totally didn't exist. So, so this isn't sort of the early to mid two thousands then when you're doing this stuff,
2: it's uh yeah. It, like, you know it's technically 2000 2001 and then i i didn't really start listening to it cuz i most of the time it was like i did it and i didn't know anyone else was doing it. i was just right. you know banging shit around um and then a, probably 2005 and 6 is when i start that's when i started like actually oh like everyone else is kind of like or not everyone, but, you know, there's other people, like, all around doing this right, shit. Right, right. This is, exists. And right. there's
0: there's there's labels and there's these people out there.
2: Right. It's not just, like, you know, a weirdo, you know, in a basement. Right. Well, we all still I mean, are. We're, yeah. We're still, uh, but, yeah, you're not alone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Multiple
0: weirdos. Exactly. So, you know, like I said, we did meet in, in 2008. And it was when I was driving. Dom was doing Purient. And we there was a show in DeKalb. And you came out to that. So, how did you know? What? How, when did you become aware of Hospital and print? And how did you, was, and were you like, oh my God, there's a show in
2: DeKalb, Illinois? So, how did, how did you, how were you aware of that? And, and yeah. I, the, the funny thing is, is I, I didn't, I'm sure I didn't meet you, um, but, I was at the Wolf Eyes Purient tour. Oh, yes, we, in yeah, Madison. You
0: said uh, yes. We did have established that, that that was actually the first time that
2: maybe we that was the were, first time I saw you, but I definitely didn't meet. Yeah, you. Yeah, or
0: maybe you came up to the merch table or something. But it, the, right. the one that we actually met and will always remember was was two thousand eight. So 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 it was that tour. You you were you came out to the Madison show for that tour for the Wolf yeah, Eyes Prurient tour. Yeah, and that's tour.
2: that's actually and because I, I was at Earwax, I happened to be at Earwax that day and i was talking to rob and he said oh yeah like um you know wolf eyes is playing you know tonight and they're, they're on sub pop and he's like it's there's such a weird band to be on sub right. pop and he's like and then there's like a you know a guy who used to live here he goes by Purian or something like that and that like that's when i found out who you guys were oh wow were. so yeah. that was it yeah, yeah, like yeah, i yeah. actually didn't know who either you were and i went and it was just like oh wow this is wow and why know. were you in madison I went to school there for, yeah, oh, you did. Yeah, okay, did. So you,
0: you were there and you would go to earwax and stuff. Just,
2: yeah, just that, that my freshman year of college. And then I left after that, but yeah, I was in earwax all the time. Oh, wow. So that was, so
0: that was how you just, desc- and then, then, then after that just sent you into a path to like start digging up hospital stuff, digging up, you yep. know, started getting in more into the, into the weeds.
2: Yeah. And actually uh, Rob, uh, a few, a couple of years later, cause I stayed in contact, with, he put out my, uh, my black metal uh, album That's, Merlot. Yeah. Absolutely. It's on Barbarian records. That's yeah. right. I
0: forgot that he put that out.
2: And it's, it's funny because, uh, he, I remember Mas He's like, you want to get this like master? I was like, nah, fuck that. And like, I going after I listened to the CD, like the guitar is just in one it's oh, in like yeah, it just like left side. it's awful Yeah. yeah i mean yeah, yeah. We, we, if the if the guitar was like also in the other side i think it would actually sound good but it's it's unlistenable <laughs> um,
0: oh that's amazing yeah. oh wow okay yeah i mean i now I'm re- i know we've had this discussion before so now i'm remembering that that was the your the beginning of finding out about what we were doing and then and then yeah I remember i just remember meeting you and we were so you were so enthusiastic and just such a again just in this weird town right and, and i was
2: going to school there at that time that's also. where you were going to but school, I, yeah. I i still lived in uh, in moringo um but i i went i just traveled to school every day because it was like 30 minutes or something because i'm not a dorm person i could never I do can't that imagine shit. No. you doing that
0: <laughs> but yeah so i would just remember you know and and even because that's where my great grandmother lived in DeKalb. But oh. as a kid, I went to like her farm. Right. So, so I just, when we, when that show was on the tour, I remember being like, what the hell? Like but I didn't even <laughs> realize there was a university there. But, and so we were definitely like, I don't know how this is going to go. And then just meeting you we were like, dude, it was, that was awesome. This crazy dude, you know, Jim Harris, this is great. And then, you know, obviously just been, been buddies since that, which is so cool. And, and having get to see, all the stuff you've done with your projects and your label, you know, 15 years on down the line, it's like, I love it. It's, it's what you, you know, one of my favorite things. And so you're, you're, you know, doing the stuff on your, and you're starting to meet other people. When did you start putting yourself out there a little more, doing more shows, making more connections, getting people on the label? What, what, and what motivated you to really start putting yourself out more? Cause you are a very, uh, you know, you, 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 like you said, you're not a dorm person. You're not, you're not a, right. necessarily a hangout guy. You're going to hang out with, with the crew and you're going to go to the shows, but that the, the social aspect is not what you're in it for. You're really in it for the noise and, right. and the sounds and, and the art of it. So, what, what, when did you start putting yourself out there a little more?
2: Probably after the first uh, tour outside, you know, like I had played a bunch of shows in Chicago and uh, the area. Um, and who were you but, playing with in Chicago at that time? You play with like Soliday. Um, then o- Omar, uh, who does no dreams. yeah, um, and he's in rectal hygienics. great guy. The, he you know they they started the space uh, club rectum. Oh yeah. and this I mean this is after yeah this uh, is a little later yeah, that's yeah, a little yeah. later, but um, I feel like that's when you were really going. Though. Adam from winners in Osaka, yeah, you know like yeah. th- those are my like original like noise buddies. And, uh, you know, we would just play all all the time, ran, you know, just random shows here and there. Um, other thing is you, you'd play with um, like grind bands or something like that, like See a Shit or. Um, or like Bong Ripper, even we would play with them, uh, which they're, they're a doom band, um, but they're like they're super noise friendly, like Nick does his own noise stuff. He's one of the guitar players. Uh, so just th- those kind of guys that, that was, you know, my initial connections uh, in like Chicago, uh, then did a tour out East um, played Cleveland. Like uh, we did, let's see, it was winners in Osaka, Kufar uh, PTM, which was my old thing before deterred. Right. And oh, you kind of uh,
0: concurrent as well? Yeah, it, it, it yeah.
2: exists, but it's, it's on the back burner. It, right. It's like when I want something to happen with it, it yeah. will. Um, but then, uh, yeah. And then skin graft. And uh, so we, we, went and picked up Wyatt in Cleveland. We played Boston, I believe. And then we, we ended up playing the, uh, the red light district in, uh, New York meeting of the minds. Perfect. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And And that's that's when you met those guys. That's when I met those guys. Uh, it's just always, you know, uh, yellow
0: tears for anyone. Uh, yeah.
2: Yellow tears guys and Margaret. Yeah. And, um, Nick and Jesse also. And, um, uh, what's his name? Mannion, John Mannion, right. And, uh, and Elzegelzega cause he also played the show. And, uh, it was, just, it, it, we, uh, our, our show in Connecticut the next day got canceled. So we just hung out with them and, you know, became friends with them. And kind of from there was, you know, like the people who saw that show then got in touch with me a little later. Uh, cause there was a good amount of, I think, Jim from Lesuria, I think, was at that show. Uh, that was the first time I met him. Um, can't remember who else was at that show. But but that's when you started really making yeah. more connections and started, you know, putting yourself out
0: there, doing the label more, getting other people on the label, right?
2: Because even when I went out for a No Fun Fest in 09, I didn't. I just went and stayed at a hostel. I didn't really talk to anyone i
0: think that's the only one we weren't at was that the one at williams that was the last one yeah
2: that's the only you know, one that tara and i weren't at actually yeah, that was the last one um but yeah ever since that tour was kind of i just started talking you know started actually emailing people which i've uh become actually terrible with email lately so i owe people like emails and like i'll read it but i'll read it on my phone and i hate typing on my phone
0: right right and they're like i'll get to that later
2: yeah and then you know like two months go by i was like oh shit i better i better send you like something like a sorry and i know like everyone's kind of bad at so like but i feel the need to say sorry that i'm terrible
0: yeah yeah i i feel i made a concerted effort to be better about that and I'm sure someone listening, I was like, what do you mean? I emailed you like, but I, I do try, I really do try to be good at that. And, and I know I've had my phases where I've been really bad at that for various reasons, but I do try to keep up on that. But yeah, I mean, it feels like there was a, yeah, in the 2010s you were getting, you were doing a lot more and you know, you doing tapes and then you started doing, you know, vinyl yeah. and, and stuff like that. You, you know, you really started, you know, picking it up to the point where, you know, obviously a year or two ago, the the great proof of the shooting set, you know, we, you know, we, of course, you know, that, that's a, that's such a great document. It's such a great thing to have. So a four CD box set, but
2: now you're looking at a lot more than four CDs. Yeah. It's going to be, I mean, it's, it's gotta be 15 CDs. It like, I, I don't know. I haven't broken it down yet. Cause I don't know how, what it is, but it's, it has to be right. Like it, it feels it, like it, um, Huge. Yeah. And necessary. It, it's uh, someone had to do it. Um, so why not me? Right. <laughs> do you have an idea of how you're gonna package it and the artwork? With the CD? No. Uh the artwork is probably gonna end up being the same as the tape box set, and I will when when you get it and stuff like that, people will kind of see what's up. Uh, I I I'm not going to say what the art came right, from, right. but I want to see if anyone knows what it's from. Gotcha. Uh, which it, but it is it is from something, and it's all it's a collection of something.
0: Gotcha. And um, so you think you're gonna you're gonna port that over,
2: to right? The, I'll probably just yeah. port it over. Um, yeah. because like some of this stuff, like I said, it, it, it There's no there is no art, so I can't even use the original art for it. Like right. some does, some uh it has a lot of art or something like that. And then, you know, there's private stuff. That's literally, it's just a tape.
0: (laughs) You know, we talk about that with reissues, the the different philosophies about approach to reissues and the, the, you know, there's the direct exact replica. Then there's the, you know, utilizing something that gives the atmosphere, something like the skin crime box set, which is the atmosphere. It's real. It's, it's, it fits perfectly, but it's not the direct replica. And I think when the, when you can get that, where it's not, where you get the atmosphere, you get the, what it works for the art and the, and the sound, but it's not the direct copy that
2: that's always pretty exciting. I think that's, that's, that's fine. So when it's a sing, maybe a single tape reissue, I think you probably should, get as close to the original artwork as possible when it's something bigger um when it's the sum of all parts that's when i kind of feel like it's okay to mix it up a little bit um but yeah like you said like as long as the atmosphere is there it can uh it works it's within the same realm of it uh there are some things where it's just like what is this choice of artwork? What are you doing?
0: Yeah, definitely. You're like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like, yeah. excuse
2: me? Yeah. Like, yeah. How, how dare you? Yeah,
0: yeah. There's definitely some out there like that. And that is, that can be a, a big bummer. But I, I feel like, you know, you you obviously putting a lot of thought into this. So I, I'm pretty excited as to how this is going to turn out. Now, you also mentioned, you just briefly mentioned your your, your CD, your, your Merlot CD was not mastered. You're like, oh, I don't master it. I asked you before we started recording about what you're going to do about mastering for the box set and you are decided not to get a master.
2: Yeah. So it's for the tapes, especially, I think they're better in their rawest form um, with their flaws because some of this stuff doesn't have a master tape. Um, I mean, if it does, you know, it's, it's, long gone um it was just you know something that he dubbed for like joe lombardo so that i want that to shine through like this is what it was this is what he does yes it is a dub of a dub but uh you're not gonna lose that much from that uh, and i made you know i made sure to not make it sound like shit also um but there's there's definitely one side of one of the tapes that is uh does have some dropouts um so when you get a copy and you're kind of like, what the hell is this like wonky side? It's like, that's actually, that's what it sounded like when I had it. So it's not like it's just a bad dub or something like that. It's, it is what it is.
0: Yeah. I mean, you know, we, we were discussing just that there's, there's a tendency for things to get roided out so much to the point where the atmosphere gets lost. And, and, you know, sometimes you know, like like Dilmer's bow relapses. That's perfect, and you want right. it to be like just crushing. But everything doesn't need to be that right. thing, right? Like exactly. where it's just like a up against the glass.
2: Everything is just. Yeah, I say write it out. You know what I mean. No, I mean like, that, yeah, that's yeah. your. I mean that's what it is. The mastering kind of is steroids for yeah. your it, sound,
0: it, and it can and it, and it can work. It, again, yeah. It's it just depends what the goal ultimately is. There's a
2: time and a place, you know. And,
1: and it's challenging because you don't have the original artist around to ask them what their intent was. So it, this exactly. way, this is what he created.
2: Right. I, I'm. Yeah. Exactly. I'm going by. Okay. This is what he made. Here it is. I didn't understand
0: what mastering was until not too long ago. To be honest, I like just didn't understand (laughs) it.
1: Shamefully long. I just didn't.
0: Yeah, I was (laughs) like, I don't know. Like, yeah, like I just like didn't. I still, I still sort of don't understand it. I'm in the
2: same boat. Like, I, I know, I know, but I also like don't. I, I kind of like master as I record. So it's like, what the hell is mastering gonna do for it? You know, maybe like fix some levels here or there, but.
0: So going through all this stuff, like you said, 15 CDs, maybe 16 tapes. What are what's some of the ones that stood out for you that were like, oh, this is I can't wait for people to hear this session or this one.
2: Um, the last tape is uh, the it's called like the, the final noise, uh, you know, thing from like 2000 is really good. The uh there's an old depressed regress that I think I, I think was unreleased from what I can understand. Uh That one's really good. Um, There's another one that has like these kind of bass pulsing things. I can't remember which one it is off the top of my head um but it's it's different. It's is something there, you're like, "Whoa, I didn't yeah, hear Yeah, it's like this. I, I yeah. didn't expect it, which is great um because I you know talking about quiet noise, this is not quiet. This is all pretty much all right. like, in your face harsh noise kind of stuff or at least experimental noise. Um but yeah, there's there is like a part of a side that's you know, it's got it's got something totally different. It's like, "Huh, I didn't really expect him to do something like this." Um but it's it's still it's him. Like you can tell it's him. Um, and that, that's the, I think when you listen to a lot of noise, like we do, you can kind of tell people styles. Yes. Like to the layman, if you put on, you know, something, they're just like, this is noise. I don't know who this is, but you, you can sit there and you're like, Oh, like this is so and so I can just, you can yeah, just you tell feel it. Yeah. You feel it. You, you know how they do things. Um, if I guess if they're good, if they're not, if they're really not good, which, you know going back to like what is noise and stuff right. like that's like God, maybe maybe that's better and cooler if you don't know what the hell you're doing um but those who like they when they have a sound they have a sound and you know it yeah, yeah absolutely. there's just certain
1: people that are distinctive like uh, incapacitants are totally distinctive garrows totally distinctive. like now i think government alpha da- government yeah. alpha definitely has uh, that has yeah, that there's government just alpha certain people sound. you just you I mean, walk room, all, you know it. Oh, yeah, of, of
2: everyone, yeah, for sure. you can instantly tell yes. from like one second yes. of hearing. You're like, I know who this is. A hundred percent. Yeah. And that's yeah. That's that's the
0: best stuff. And did when in any of these letters, was there any indication of things he was using or utilizing or how he was recording, or was it all pretty much like you said, like, hey, are you into about Was there any, is there any indication about what he his approach is
2: uh the only thing you could tell that he was using was drugs
0: there you go yes and that's certainly part of his his work i mean that's in his
2: titles and uh, yeah that's that's not yeah that's very well known right it's i mean it's who he is so it makes sense that he kind of because he i think he mentioned like lsd in one of them uh he didn't really mention gear in any of them not that i can remember but um
0: Yeah, it just it just truly exists. And that's what so that's what when the mystery remains, you're just left with the sound, a title, sometimes no title, art, sometimes no art. But you can go with that, go on that, you know, that path and just get lost in it without having to think too much about, you know, I'm not a gear guy. you you know you same with you you know that's why anytime i have a gear question i have to ask gray he he can hone in on these things but rarely am i like oh that's this once in a while i can feel it but honestly rarely am i do i do i even sit to think about what they're using i kind of don't want to know
2: yeah yeah you know like that's once you know it kind of it ruins it a little bit for me because uh, you're kind of I, some of the things that you listen to. You're, you're listening to something you're like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. Like, yeah. What are you even doing? And it's like, I don't want to know, but I'm going to ask the question. Right. I don't want yeah, an yeah, answer.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 It's like a rhetorical.
2: Right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? Oh, this is going to be great. So what are your look? What are you looking at? Time frame wise? I mean, I mean, when did you start getting the stuff together for this?
2: I started seriously doing it probably six years ago. Okay, um, I've teased it for a year. Like, yeah, I mean, I known about it. It's, yeah. it's been uh, like I mentioned it on the. Uh, I think I mentioned it on the, the Chondritic Soundtronic's forum. Like, wow, so that, that long may, ago, uh, maybe uh, not. When, when did that end? That I have, no, I cannot remember. So maybe, maybe not that long it's, ago. If it, so if it's very possible, it was on that. If not, it was on the early stages of um, special interest. Right. So, so it's um, been that long. And, and so, you know but, yeah. what, now that I think about it, there's no way it was on the trial. Cause that right. ended like almost 10 years ago at this point. It? It's been a yeah. while.
0: Right. So, so probably early special interest when it started getting out there, we're about six years or so in, what are you looking at time frame wise in your mind right
2: now? Uh, the tapes should be done in May. I, 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 love I, it. I had a, I ran into some bullshit in January, which like killed a month for me. Um, You were just
0: telling us about that and I didn't know about that and it is brutal, yeah.
2: Yeah, so like that that sent me back because I think anyone that emailed me about the, so here's the thing with the uh, tape box set. It's, uh, you have to email me and it's cash only. Whoa. At first. Well, so you if, mean like in an envelope? Yes, or money or I'll take a money order too. But like the whole point is like there's a point to that. Like okay. I want it to be like how it used to be. Like Wow, wow. Um and if I don't sell out of them that way cuz I know some people are going to be afraid to do that, but come on, live a little. Do it. Yeah, send yeah. send me an email. I promise you I will send you it. I'm not a piece of shit. Like Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. No, you're you're very you're you're on it. Like if if you keep in contact with me about it, like I can put you on a list. There, I think like seventy percent of that of the fifty are like spoken for. Well, you got you one one is
0: spoken for here. So let's right. uh, make sure that yeah, dibs on that for sure. So
2: like if, if there are any left over after that, I'll probably just throw it up on my uh, big cartel. But there, I'll tell you there won't be many. So like if you really want a tape one, send me an email. Um, Otherwise, if you're willing to just, I I can deal with the CDs. Those will be readily available, and you know that's just going to be you know, PayPal and, and
0: shit like that. And is the best way to contact through your big cartel?
2: Uh no, send me an an actual e- I mean, it'll if you do that, it'll send me an email. Would you like there? to but give the yeah email. yeah? It's uh, Jim Harris at Yahoo. dot com. I love it. I love it.
1: Bill Oh, uh, I guess you can see it on the episodes. So yeah, fun. you'll see yeah. it, but
2: it, I'll spell it. It's J-I-M-H-A-R-A-S. Cool. At, at Yahoo. At Yahoo. I yeah. wish it was at AOL. I know.
1: <laughs> Do you know how many times we've moved and I find envelopes with like five bucks and a letter in it? Yes. yes. Wow. It's, it's yeah. been
0: a while, but it used to be a lot more.
1: I, I also found some tour money orders at uh, one point, and that was exciting. Well, that,
2: yeah, that's cool. I, it, I, I did that, but I'm I'm in that weird stage where it's like, you guys did that shit. Right. And then I caught the tail end of it. And so it's like that weird, like pre-internet that, I. and then I'm like in it full born in it. So like, yeah. I don't get the internet either. Like I'm stupid yeah. about it. So I, I, I don't know. I'm just like completely ignorant and archaic. When
0: yeah. It comes to yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's a great way. So you, so you're looking at May, and then, and then the CDs will come after that.
2: CDs will come after it because I'm basically using the money to, and then you do gonna those exactly
0: sort out how it's going to get packaged and everything right what else is coming up on fussy cunt or what is new that is still available uh
2: still available there's a couple there's the Ales deterge lp which is still available and the interracial sex bacillus lp i still got copies of those you did um,
0: some great CDs. Yeah, I did do some at the end of last year. Yeah,
2: there's a call CD, yes. which is excellent. It's ambient. great.
0: And I know I know Rose was super into it. I believe it was on his end-of-the-year list. Yep. Gray was talking about it. So yeah, definitely a really cool one uh that you did.
2: Yeah, then there's the uh the R wrongs, which is Adam um, Jennings and Kenny, Kenny Sanderson. Um and then a uh a, an a uh, cadaver split right right um yeah so th- those are still available and then upcoming there's going to be a nod lp and a no dreams um and it, hopefully if it ever ever gets done which i'm st- it's apparently done but i i have a feeling it'll just never get into my hands uh heterosexual rage murderer um a new thing from chicago I won't say who it is. It's a, it's great. Uh I don't know if it's anonymous. Probably isn't, but just in case.
0: But you but you don't know if you're getting it or not.
2: Uh well, if if it if it actually it arrives. arrives, it yeah. I, I got it. Um it's just a matter of he he never finishes anything. Gotcha. <laughs> so, gotcha one of those. Um
0: and and so and your big cartel is the best way
2: for people to pick stuff up? Yeah. Yeah. That um uh working on a a, a double L Deterge LP. All um, oh, right. On. I, I'm horrible at finishing anything. So this has been going on for like probably five years now.
0: Well, you know, we obviously talked about and, and saw you last year and it was b- best deterred set.
1: Absolutely. So fantastic great.
0: Set. It really was just yeah. such a such a great night. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you really that the, the way that night went, your set just set the rest of the night in motion. And it was so great. So excited to hear some new stuff. Is it going to be in the vein of that set or, or is it, is it going to be, you said it's going to be a double. So is it going to be kind of an opus going a lot of different places?
2: It is. And it's, it's, I think if you, if you going in, if you didn't know, it would probably just be like disjointed, but it's, it is disjointed for a reason. Like there's, I'm not going to just put shit on an album to like, Oh, here's a track. Like it all, flows in its own way it flows by like kind of not flowing right right um and that's the point of the whole album excellent
0: and do you have stuff coming out on any other labels uh or anything out right now that you want people to know
2: about there should be a laureate on the international Misanthropists.
0: yeah that's what i'm talking about great lp and and another great live set from a few years ago so that is great to hear yeah Great news! Obviously, we've been loving that series, and so a welcome addition. this is a lot of fun. This is our this is a, a raw episode, unmastered episode, like the Merlot CD. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Raw. Maybe something's in one channel. Tara and I, I was sharing.
1: Just looking at the computer, like, is it in both channels? Like, yeah, yeah. I
0: think, yeah. yeah I think we Tara, Tara sharing a microphone. where, you know, so this is I think fitting to discuss the upcoming Box set and and it was great obviously to talk to you about it as you're the one
2: yeah, it.
0: So always fun to see you so cool that you were here. You're actually in person with us. That's the other great thing. Oh, yeah, it's it's a rare thing, but uh but yeah, every, every few years you you end up out here, so it's always yeah. always good to hang out. love that we get to see each other in person every year or two. So very cool. Thanks for coming out. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. And email Jim to secure a copy of the tape set or wait for the CD set. Go check out the Fusty Cunt Big Cartel. Pick up what's available. You know how to do it. Support artists and labels directly, as we always say.
1: Gray, hope you're feeling better, brother. Yeah, well soon, Gray. Feel better. Heck yeah. You have been listening to Noise Extra. Noise Extra is brought to you by Chondritic Sound, a home to noise artists for over 20 years, by Verdant Weapons, maker of quality contact microphones and noise devices, and by our Patreon supporters. You can find our Patreon at patreon.com noiseextra and your support really helps. You can find us on Instagram at noise extra, on the web at NoiseExtra.com, one E in those, and on Twitter at noise extra, with three A's at the end. Thank you for listening to us and to noise.